Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest prayed for a baby, now get this, that was dead for one year. And the baby came back to life. You won't believe what happened next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Yes, you heard me right. A baby that had been dead for a year comes back to life? What are you talking about, James? It was amazing, man. It was, um, you know, a few years ago now. It was 2000, I believe, and 12. It was unbelievable. We went on a missions trip to Ghana. We were doing crusades at night. We were going in the villages in the day. And this one morning I woke up. As soon as I sat up in my bed, I just felt this fire surging through my body. And I actually went to the people that came on the trip and I said, look, we're all going into villages today asking for the sickest person we could find to just believe that God would heal them. I took a couple pastors from the church there in Ghana with me. We went up about the now, new... Now, this was a big church. Yeah, Royal House Chapel, huge church in Ghana, West Africa. And, uh, and I asked the pastor with me, can you take me to the hardest area? You know, everybody wants to run from home, like, bring it on. And it was noon hour. All the Muslims were washing their hands, getting ready to pray and chant. And as I walked up many times, John 5 says, Jesus said to the father, I do what I see my father do. So many times I'll prophetically ask, God, what are you doing here? I want to know where you are in the room so I can go there. I see a woman off to the side laying on a bench. She, and I see Jesus kneeling next to her, holding like almost her midsection. And I said to the pastors, I don't know what's going on, but Jesus is over there. That's where we need to be. And uh, it was amazing. And when we walked up, we, we asked her to stand up. She woke up from her nap. And when she stood up, she had a purple dress on and the gown flowed. And you could tell she was very pregnant, like last trimester easy. And I said through the interpreter, here's the vision I saw over you. I saw a man, Jesus, you know, she didn't know the Lord. I'm not sure if she was Muslim or whatever. And then we asked her, what do you want the Lord to do for you? She told me that the baby that she had had been dead for one year that witch doctors performed a ceremony and literally cursed her womb never to open again. And she said that it's been the biggest pain in her life and caused the deepest you know, sorrow. And I said, look, we're going to pray right now. To be honest with you, I wanted to just curse the curse that was on her womb. I wasn't even thinking like, you know, resurrection. I was just right. thinking, let's just curse what the devil tried to do. And we prayed in the power of God. I cursed the curse on that womb as we laid hands and her stomach was hard as a rock. And all of a sudden, when I said, I curse the curse on this womb and I command life in her womb. And I yelled now in Jesus name. And I'm going to tell you something. The whole stomach started moving. She started jumping. It was unbelievable. This, this, this child had been dead. And by the way, I have to tell you, James. I checked with this story with a doctor and he said, well, that would be highly unusual, but it is possible. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, now, do you know if she eventually had the baby? Yes. So when we, when I got home, the pastors, well, we led her to the Lord and the pastors, well, that's good. yeah, number one. <laughs> and then the pastors brought her back to the, the main sanctuary and started working with her. And about two months after I came home, I got an email from one of the pastors saying she sure enough delivered a healthy baby boy. 
And it was just a miracle from God. Oh, okay. 16 years old. Oh, man. Your first experience with what you call, and the Bible calls, the fire of God. Wow. I was, no one in my family's ever been saved. I was never raised in church. And, uh, you know, my mom was you know, still nobody. I mean, it's unbelievable. I got invited to a service. I was, I was actually on drugs one night with my friend, and I was passing out on his couch, and his mom looked over to me and said, do you know who Jesus is? And I'm like, I had no clue. She inv- I needed a ride to the, uh, you know, Six Flags. She invited me to church if I wanted a ride. I went to church that night. I heard a testimony of a gang member that got completely set free, and she kept telling me that Jesus did this. I came home that night. The woman hands me a Bible. I never opened it up. I walked in my mom's house. She was drunk, passed out in front of me. I learned, turned to the left in the kitchen. I had the Bible in front of me, and I just started thinking, is he real? Did he really set that gang member free? And if he's real, I want to know. And so without any understanding of the gospel, never reading the Bible in my life, I put my hand on the Bible. I looked up to heaven and I said, Jesus, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. And and right at that moment, I saw a lightning bolt come out of heaven and it just hit me right here. And I fell on the floor and I was screaming in the power. And I I just felt so empty. I felt like, why were you screaming? Because I could feel the surge in my body. It was like a feeling I've never felt. I was powerless. I was on the floor yelling as I felt this fire inside of my heart. And I started crying. I started saying, Jesus, you're real. Jesus, you're real. And I just knew that he was real. And he was telling me. Because my whole thing I said to him was, if you're real, then I'm going to give the rest of my life to tell people who you are. Show me if you're real. I don't want to live on this earth if you're not. You teach and demonstrate the fire of God. You be baptized in water and fire, in the spirit in fire. Uh, what is the fire of God and what, what are the benefits of it? Absolutely. You know, so when I got saved, I started reading that Bible I had. And I immediately saw in Matthew 3, there was a spirit, water, and fire. And I began to cry out for what the fire was. I was baptized in water. I was saved, but I wanted that fire in my life. And, and so as I began to read, I realized that we weren't meant to live without it. As Christians, every day of our life, the Holy Spirit needs to be with us and empower us to be parents, to be children, to work at our jobs. Everywhere we go, that that fire would burn in us and an appetite got created in my life. And I was convinced I wasn't going to live anymore without the fire of God in my life. I wanted it all. You know, you mentioned Catherine Coleman. She said, why settle for a cupful if the whole ocean is ours? Man, I want the whole ocean. I want it all. What do people miss if they don't operate in the fire of God? What are they missing? Yeah, I think we're living underneath the privileges. You know, I think a lot of the attacks that we go through, um, you know, it's interesting. We just had a a famous basketball player, unfortunately, die in in a helicopter crash. They said the pilot had something called special disorientation. That means you actually can get to a point, the fluid's out of your ear. You don't know which way's up, right, left, down. In faith, if we're not plugged into the source with the presence, with faith, with, then we're going to go through things in life and be confused. We're going to be spiritually disoriented, and we're not going to know what, which way is up. Discernment, I believe, is the greatest thing we need. 2015, the fire of God, and you'll be amazed at this, Man. visited his church, visited him. What happened? 
Yes, the reason I wrote the book. It was a, a, a snowy night in February in 2015. I had a guest speaker supposed to come in. We were in the middle of worship, and he said, I'm canceled at my, my connecting flight. Uh, but, was this the church you're in now? Yes. And tell me, tell me just briefly. Absolutely. What Historic church? church, New London, Connecticut, one of the first 50 churches ever in America, 750 seat sanctuary. But here's the kicker. Jonathan Edwards, George Whitfield, David Brainerd. I have the notes. Some of the greatest awakeners ever in the, in the history of America preached in that building. That, that was called the Great Awakening. Yes. He has the building they, they preached in. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what happened that night? So the the minute he canceled, I mean, obviously I could speak, but I felt a different presence in the room. And I knew that something special was going to happen. So I got on my face. I started praying. I was going to set the pace for what he wanted to do. And, uh, and all of a sudden I looked and in the front of the church on the right was a baptismal. Jesus is standing behind that. And I see fire bubbling from the inside of the baptismal. And the father said this to me, I am reigniting the fire of awakening again. And my, my people will be like flames of fire and it will go out into the street and bring in an end time awakening. And he said this, it will not go out. My fire will burn in the streets. My fire will burn in the streets. That night miracles took place. We were all undone. We knew that God was speaking clearly. The altar was filled, worship, prophetic worships filling the sanctuary. And I basically crawled back into my office. And as I'm in the office, we're still worshiping through the wall. I hear an explosion. I mean, boom. A real explosion. Oh, yeah, in the natural. And we all got scared. I had ushers running to the door seeing what happened. Nothing. I'm like, what was that sound? And they're looking, checking the premises. Everything seemed okay for a minute. So we're still there kind of now trying to get back into worship. There was a knock on the door. That leads to the outside of my office. A woman in the church says, Pastor, fire in the streets. I said, and it won't go out this time. <laughs> she said, no, 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 fire is in the streets. She said, not your vision, literally. We ran to the street, and here's what happened. And keep in mind, the city's like 200, 300 years old. A transformer exploded underneath the ground near our church. The word I got for the year was transformation. I get one word for the year. It was amazing. And what happened was when the explosion happened, it blew off manhole covers all around our church. Come on, the lids of men are coming off. And fire was shooting out of the street all around our church, not even anywhere in the city, just right around our church, fire spitting out of the streets. That, that was a sign from God yes. of your, your commission and your calling. You said something to me I've never heard before. I thought... If you're really, really hungry for God, you'll attract the fire. You said, yes, but also the reverse is true. He told me, if the fire of God comes on you, you will be hungry and repentant before God. I, I like it that way, too. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, okay. Uh, you had a vision of the glory. No. Oh spreading. Tell me about that. Vision. Yeah, I, I feel that we are entering in this day. I was in prayer and meditation one morning and I just had this vision and, and I was like, I felt this glory. I was laid out and what I saw was a wave, a tsunami wave. And it was coming from east to west right over the United States. And the wave was called glory. 
And the Lord told me that we are entering an era where this wave is going to hit. No man's going to claim this. It's going to be God alone. It's going to be his presence. And what I saw in the wave was miracles and healing, everyday occurrence, resurrections from the dead, glorified people stepping into their destiny. But at the same time, I saw structures of man falling down. I saw I saw governments that were based on men falling. I mean, in the middle of the wave, you can see the the buildings in the And the Lord said it's going to be a great and terrible day. It is going to be the greatest move of God we've ever seen. But for those that are not looking and waiting and wanting it, look, it's judgment, right? This wave is going to come and heal, but it's also going to correct. So I believe it's coming. And for us that are looking for it and believing, man, the greatest days are ahead. I promise you, the greatest days of the church are upon us. We are in the days of awakening. So now, now you thought he, he blew you out of the water on that dead baby. <laughs> Wait till you hear this real, real briefly. I, I asked and just you'd never even brought it up. I, I was just minding my own business. I, James, have you ever been translated in the spirit? And you said, yes. Briefly, what happened? God uses you with these questions. I was I was a new believer and I was in prayer and I found out there was a tsunami that hit India. It was a massive one and people were dying and getting hurt. And all I could tell you is I went right next to my bed. I was in this prayer uh, mode in my knees and I was weeping and weeping and weeping and travailing and crying out and praying in tongues. And all of a sudden I left my body. And I'm telling you, this wasn't a dream. This wasn't like a, I literally showed up there. I could see the waves, people crying for help, people in the water holding on to trees. And it was like overwhelming. But I felt the Lord say, just take care of the ones in front of you. And so there was a little girl that I helped. There was a mom and there was actually a whole family that was sitting on a rock that needed to jump over to the ledge. There was somebody that got hit with their neck was all torn up from the, and I laid hands and it got healed. And in the same time as I'm reaching for, I'm getting cut up, you know? And it was like, it was like one hour of helping people. And, 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 you know, and then when I came out of it, I was standing ready to go help someone else. And I came out of it and I came back to my knees in prayer and my arms were bleeding. I had cuts on my body from that experience. It was unbelievable. So you had absolute conclusive empirical evidence that this wasn't a figment of your imagination. 100%. I'll tell you what, when we return, James is going to pray only if you're interested for the fire of God. Are you ready? We will be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now and get James Levesque's powerful brand new book, Fire, Preparing for the Next Great Holy Spirit Outpouring, and his three-part audio teaching series, Equipping You for an End-Time Outpouring. Plus, you will receive his handy quick reference card, 12 Biblical Principles to Lift Your Faith. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9678. James is a firebrand evangelist. He wants to stir you up and thrust you forth, preparing for the unprecedented revival that is about to fall on planet Earth. Through this powerful brand new book, Fire, God will stoke the flames of revival in your life and force you to remove the filter that you have placed on Jesus. Cause your destiny, dreams, and plans within you to come forth in a way you never thought possible before. Receive 12 biblical principles to help you return to the passion you felt at the beginning of your faith and carry the torch to your community and your nation. 
You will also receive his three-part audio teaching series, equipping you for an end-time outpouring. You will begin to deepen your encounter with Jesus. Receive keys to see the supernatural of God activated in your life. Understand how the secret place of the Most High can prepare you for supernatural power and authority. Obtain a new passion from God that will propel you into another level of the supernatural. At the end of each teaching, James releases a powerful prayer of activation and impartation. Get ready to see your life activated for signs, wonders, and miracles. Plus, as a special bonus, you will receive his handy quick reference card, 12 Biblical Principles to Lift Your Faith. These 12 Biblical Principles will be a constant reminder to you of your God-given assignment from heaven. Don't miss out on getting James Levesque's powerful brand new book, Fire, Preparing for the Next Great Holy Spirit Outpouring, and his three-part audio teaching series, Equipping You for an End-Time Outpouring. Plus, you will receive his handy quick reference card, 12 Biblical Principles to Lift Your Faith. This is an exclusive offer for our rich supernatural audience, yours. For a donation of $35, shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9678. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9678 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. James, God said to you, He spoke, and this I'm quoting, I do not want any filter placed on me. What did He mean? Wow. I was in, uh, I was in the Netherlands. I was in a place called Heart of Ike, and I was ministering to a lot of people. And as I was preaching, I had a vision. And it was like on the wall, I saw Jesus, but it was weird. He was on the cross. And as I'm preaching, I see this, and I'm not really sure what's happening, so I, I stop. People are looking at me. I'm literally looking at the wall, wondering what's happening. And then what I see in the vision is people came up, started tying his feet again. People came up, started nailing his hands again. People came up, somebody stuffed his mouth with a sock, taped him with tape, uh, covered him with blinds. And then they all started going on next to him and going, we want a word from you. We want a touch from you. We want a prophetic word. And the Lord said, it will not happen until they remove the restraints that they've placed on me. I want to be seen with no filter, says the Lord. And, and we can't restrain him with our theology. We can't restrain him with our, with our um, beliefs of men. Jesus is saying, I want you to see me the way I am. Right. Because there needs to be nothing in between us. I want to be sovereign. I want to be holy. And it's on his terms, not ours. Right. Uh, You had a very critical situation happen in your life. Your son was dying from the flu. Yeah, it was fire. of God showed up. Tell me about that. Oh, man. So thankful for this. It was January of 2013. My son was just a few weeks old and um, he 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 caught the flu and we live not far from Yale University. So my wife took him in and actually had a conference that weekend. So I'm busy in the middle of the conference with myself and guest speakers. And my wife kept texting me. He's not eating. It's getting worse. He's losing weight. You know, they're really concerned. And that was like Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday morning, it got so bad that my wife called in tears and said, the doctor said he's not going to make it. And you got to come now. And all I can tell you in these moments, it's like, 
it's it's not just fight or flight. For me, it was like this this boldness rose up in me. And all I can tell you is courage is just doing it even when you feel fear. Boldness, man, the fear's gone. And the more I I drove to Yale, I was just praying in the Holy Ghost. And I was just, I'm like, God, you've got to, you can't do, touch all these people in the conference and not heal my son. And then when I pulled up to Yale, man, just something snapped. The Lord said, he's going to be healed. And I walked in and they stopped me at my own son's door. And they said, you got to wear all this protective clothing and you got to. And I said, I'm not doing any of that. I said, matter of fact, I don't want any of you in the room. I'm going to go take care of my son. He's in an incubator now. You can't touch him. They wanted me all dressed up. I said, I'm going to do none of it. They were so upset at me. They put a form in front of me and said, if you dare do that, you got to sign this form. I did. I signed it. I said, you're not allowed in the room. I walked in. My wife and her friend are sitting there. I mean, hair's all crazy. They've been there for three days. I said, get up, guys. Come on. We're, we're done with this. I was so upset. I'm looking at my son in this little, all these tubes, and he's not, and I'm like, I'm finished with it. I put on a worship song from a crusade, hallelujah. You know, you are, you do miracles so great. And I'm, the, the room is getting, come on, I'm, I'm making a crusade atmosphere. <laughs> And I'm just waiting on God because I know something's going to happen, you know. And the minute I feel that fire surge, I felt it as I was driving. But I could physically see it's almost like a and it just flows through my body. And I went up to my son and I and I started praying and I said, in the name of Jesus, I curse that spirit of death and I command life in you, Isaac. Now, when I said that, I saw a black snake around his neck. And all of a sudden, it it got cut. The head got cut off, and the snake went. It was unbelievable. You know, the doctor... The doctor told me in the hall that he was sorry, right? That I was about to lose. I said, not going to happen. Jesus will intervene. And I reached in there. I opened up, took my son. I, I ran to the hallways. I said, look, I want you to disconnect him from the tubes. He's healed. I want you to give him to his mother to eat right now. He's healed. What are they going to do? The nurse is like, okay, you know, and, and sure enough, he ate. And within two days, he was fully healed back home. And the CDC said that year that they had a record number of deaths from that flu. What is going to happen in your home? with some of your kids in rebellion, with your spouse in rebellion, with, with, with some people live with you in rebellion, and the fire of God comes to visit your home. I tell you, no one can stand against the fire of God. Come on. Now, James, I want you to look into the camera and pray for everyone to know Jesus very briefly and for the fire of God come on. to come. I'm, come on. I know, I don't know about you, Studio One. I don't know about yeah. you at home, it's but I want more of the fire. How about you? Come on. Just stretch your hands to the screen. Repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I give you my life. I give you my life. I give you my heart. I give you my heart. Forgive me. Forgive me. Wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. I receive you now. I receive you now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And now we need the fire of God. What we're talking about is yours. Stretch your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this fire. I thank you for an end time awakening. I release it on everybody watching now in Jesus' name. I release it in every home, in every family, in this place, in our lives. Fire, fire, fire in the name of Jesus. More of you, more of you, God. (laughs) Father, I thank you for an end time fire that is burning.
morning, your children will come back to God with this fire. Your family will be saved with this fire. Your job will be shaken with this fire. The direction you need is in this fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let me say this really quick. I feel like somebody's watching and, and the Lord just said renewal wound. I want you to forgive the wounds you have about the move of God. You are hurting God. You are, you are closing your door on Jesus. It's time to let him in. Father, in Jesus name, we release that fire. We receive you again. You man may fail. You'll never fail. We receive it. Ignite it again on the inside of us. You have a plan and a call of God in your life. Don't run any longer. Come now. Receive that fire. Come on, Jesus. We receive it. In the name of Jesus. And your homes will change from this fire. Do you remember the passion you once felt at the beginning of your faith journey? James Levesque wants to help reignite the flames of God's presence and fire in your life. Call now and get James Levesque's powerful brand new book, Fire, Preparing for the Next Great Holy Spirit Outpouring, and his three-part audio teaching series, Equipping You for an End-Time Outpouring. Plus, you will receive his handy quick reference card, 12 Biblical Principles to Lift Your Faith. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9678. James is a firebrand evangelist. He wants to stir you up and thrust you forth, preparing for the unprecedented revival that is about to fall on planet Earth. Through this powerful brand new book, Fire, God will stoke the flames of revival in your life and force you to remove the filter that you have placed on Jesus. Cause your destiny, dreams, and plans within you to come forth in a way you never thought possible before. Receive 12 biblical principles to help you return to the passion you felt at the beginning of your faith and carry the torch to your community and your nation. You will also receive his three-part audio teaching series, equipping you for an end-time outpouring. You will begin to deepen your encounter with Jesus. Receive keys to see the supernatural of God activated in your life. Begin to experience God's manifest glory. Understand how the secret place of the Most High can prepare you for supernatural power and authority. Obtain a new passion from God that will propel you into another level of the supernatural. At the end of each teaching, James releases a powerful prayer of activation and impartation. Get ready to see your life activated for signs, wonders, and miracles. Plus, as a special bonus, you will receive his handy quick reference card, 12 Biblical Principles to Lift Your Faith. These 12 Biblical Principles will be a constant reminder to you of your God-given assignment from heaven so you can be prepared for the next great Holy Spirit outpouring. Are you tired of same old, same old? Are you looking for the new? You see, it's all grace. But when that fire of God comes on you, you are never, never going to be the same. Don't miss out on getting James Levesque's powerful brand new book, Fire, preparing for the next great Holy Spirit outpouring and his three-part audio teaching series, equipping you for an end-time outpouring. Plus, you will receive his handy quick reference card, 12 Biblical Principles to Lift Your Faith. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9678. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9678 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. 
Many viewers report testimonies as a result of watching It's Supernatural. I got freed from a cocaine addiction. I saw one of your shows. I prayed and was healed. I had spent millions of dollars on cocaine before I was saved, and now I have a ministry. From that one episode, my life did a complete U-turn. If you've been touched watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at sidroth.org praise. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guests have revelation from heaven that'll make you the devil's worst nightmare as you navigate these end times. 